Welcome to Ideas Into Reality, a podcast to inspire everyone to take action to turn their ideas into reality. No matter what experience they have, where they live, or who they think they are right now. Each week, we introduce you to a founder that has taken their tiny flicker of an idea and done what it takes to bring it to reality. We also take a few minutes to dig into the how of some of the key lessons those founders have learned on their journey so that you can feel more confident in what to actually do as you start to take action on your idea. Ideas into Reality is hosted and produced by the team behind Canvas Coworking and Startup Toowoomba. So we'll be talking to founders from our local community here in regional Queensland, as well as some of the interesting folk that we have met during our travels around the globe. As you heard, Ideas into Reality is produced by the team behind Canvas Coworking, a not-for-profit, member-based association. We're a community of entrepreneurs, freelancers, business owners and collaborative, community-focused individuals who want to be part of a supportive and connected ecosystem. Our members are why we exist and each member brings unique value, experience and character to our community. You can see who our members are on our website. Just head to canvascoworking.com.au forward slash members. We help our members access a variety of goods and services to grow scalable and sustainable businesses, such as discounts with Amazon, Stripe and HubSpot. We offer several membership options to suit the needs, budget and interests of our diverse community, with community membership starting at just $10 a month. This week, we celebrate Canvas Coworking's fifth birthday, So I've decided to interview myself and share the story of how I came to be the co-founder of Canvas Coworking. If this is not your first time listening to Ideas Into Reality, then you will already have an idea of who I am and what I do. But I'll not assume, so I'll tell you a little bit more. My name is Joy Taylor and I am the co-founder and community manager of Canvas Coworking. Canvas Coworking is a space for people who don't want to spend their days working from home alone and also for people who are wanting support to start a new business or to help others who are on that journey. So what was happening in my life when I got this idea? To be honest, it was not my idea. David had been building his online business for a few years and had relocated to Toowoomba in the process realising that there was no existing ecosystem to support digital startup businesses here in the city and that co-working spaces were an integral piece of a startup ecosystem puzzle. At the time it was an idea, I was a banker. Specifically, I was an agribusiness manager, working here in Toowoomba with a lovely portfolio of clients that operated small-scale primary production and services to ag operations within about an hour of Toowoomba. I enjoyed my job most days, and though with a long-lasting drought, there were plenty of conversations with clients that led me to the realisation that business diversification and digital solutions were not only a good idea, but essential to the sustainability of their lifestyles. Of course, I wasn't being paid by the bank to teach digital literacy and run ideation workshops for new business ideas. So even though I saw the need, fulfilling it didn't seem like an option where I was. 
So what steps did I take to actually get started on converting it from being an idea of David's into a reality? Well, David had been talking to many people in the community about forming a startup group and had found a co-founder to get that going. Part of those conversations included setting up a co-working space and other parts revolved around events. Now, I am a tragic volunteer for events. I will sign up for anything. I love being useful. So whenever there was an opportunity to pitch in, I was there. One of those events was a startup weekend where about 40 people came together for a weekend of sharing ideas for solutions to problems that they saw, working out if the problem was a real problem and whether other people thought their solution would be worthwhile and how that could become a viable business. And with that, I was hooked. I loved seeing people working together, even if they'd never met each other before that day, and thinking outside of the square, testing their ideas and trying again and again to find one that would work best. This helped us to discover that people really needed and wanted help in terms of the support and encouragement of getting started in their own business. In regards to the co-working space itself, though, the community that had grown seemed keen And when they were asked for their ideas of where and how we could get it started, one put up their hand and offered to provide space for a trial. This was a perfect option to have a go without having a huge financial commitment just to get started. Now, at that stage, I was still a banker, but thankfully the timing worked that I was able to take a year of long service leave, which meant that I could become a volunteer community manager for the first year. So, What's the road been like since that day until now? Well, having been an employee for my entire working life, I was excited by the opportunity to put into practice all of the things that I'd learned from observing other people's business operations. As a banker, I saw a lot of that. So setting up systems, building the website, learning about marketing and doing the bookkeeping were all things that I encountered and They came with moments of elation, quickly followed by pits of despair, and eventually resulting in something that worked well enough for now. Part that I realised that I actually enjoyed, though, was meeting new members, learning about them, their work or their business, and hosting events and workshops that helped them to learn what they needed to be able to move forward on their journey and, of course, meet each other. Of course, what we offered isn't for everyone, so some people came and went, and others who were there at the very beginning are actually still with us today. Now, as I mentioned, we started with a trial space, and that was offered by the community, and that was at TAFE. So Michelle from the TAFE campus here arranged it so that we could have a space. And while it was a great place and a fantastic opportunity for a pilot site, we quickly learned that in order to be able to provide what we really needed to be able to help our members, we needed somewhere else that was bigger with separate rooms for co-working and workshops and meetings and events. The hunt then began to find a suitable alternative. And as we'd been operating for a few months by then, we felt that we had enough validation from the people that would come together and pay to co-work and also those who would pay to attend workshops and events. So our business model, while not super strong, was enough to give us confidence to sign a lease on a place that ticked most of the boxes on our must-have list, as well as lots on our nice-to-have list. 
So part of the challenge still, though, was the business model. It was reliant on my time being provided for free, which meant that there was no scope for hiring any support or replacing me with someone else who could do the job unless they were also prepared to volunteer their time. Now, this became a bigger issue when my year of long service leave ended and I had to go back to working for the bank. To be honest, I can't actually remember how we got through that time, although I remember that it was a challenge trying to do both uh, and it was not possible to achieve the outcome that I wanted with my time and attention split. So the decision had to be made about which would continue and which would end. And seeing as I'm here talking to you today, telling this story, you can guess what that decision was. So making the decision to leave a well-paid, secure, successful career was made easier by the fact that at the same time, opportunities were being offered to me that were really, really exciting. And I really wanted to say yes to them, such as traveling abroad to work with female entrepreneurs in Nepal, Bangladesh, India and Sri Lanka visiting other co-working spaces and incubators around the world and meeting the people who ran them, meeting with different investors in the United States, also connecting with other co-working spaces from all over, particularly around Asia and around Queensland, and the potential of what all of those introductions and, and opportunities to travel could mean for us in the future. So I resigned and dived into co-working full-time. From there, we were able to take on more projects, refine our programs and expand our services to service a broader section of the community. Now, none of what we've created here would have been possible on our own and we're extremely grateful for all of the support and encouragement and guidance that we've received along the way. In addition to the support of my family, so thanks kids for being awesome and to my mum and dad for their never-ending support and of course to David for picking me up when I fell to pieces when things didn't work every now and again or quite often but we got there in the end. (laughs) I want to officially thank uh, a few extra people. So in particular our wonderful mentors who give their time so readily to help others to the local business owners that have come and joined us either as members or perhaps co-workers as well or referred other people to do so. To all of our co-workers, whether you've been here for a day, multiple days or every day, we wouldn't exist without you. To our community members, even those who've never set foot in the space but connect with us online and use resources that we make available. And to our business members for your added support for allowing your teams to engage with us as well. To the other co-working space operators in Queensland and abroad for sharing your knowledge and experiences that saved us from making a whole host of common mistakes at the beginning. Or those who've asked us how we did things to save themselves the pains that we encountered. And even though they didn't know us personally at the beginning, the whole team of tech stars, in particular Brad Feld, David Cohen and David Brown, for creating your organisation and writing the book that allowed us to have a guide to follow to avoid some of those major challenges in building community. Our thanks also go to Steve Munro and Renee Martina and the entire CU Asia team who've brought us into the fold of the co-working community, not only for Asia, but for the world. The relationships that we've formed from attending those events could never have been achieved without your vision. And locally, Our thanks go to the Advanced Queensland team, 
some of whom have moved on now, but were integral in supporting us and creating a broader Queensland ecosystem and funding my experience with the Startup Catalyst trip and also the Venturer program, both of which were incredibly well-timed in my journey and decision-making period to transition from NAB to Canvas full-time. And finally, to the federal government departments that have supported our applications for funding to run our bigger programs that are making such a significant impact into the lives of entrepreneurs in our region and beyond. So there's so many moments to be proud of, but some of them uh, stand out more than others. But I am super proud that we are actually still here five years on. We are not the only co-working space that opened around about the time that we did in 2015 and not all the others are still operating. Our commitment to working through our challenges and looking for opportunities to make an impact and intentionally building our networks throughout Queensland and Australia and abroad has enabled us to create an offering that is valued by so many. Surviving and now thriving through covid by being lean and adaptable, is also something that I'm proud of. And we reacted quickly and created opportunities to ensure that those who wanted and needed to stay connected were able to. Another thing that I'm proud of is the members of our community who have moved the needle on their own goals. Whether it's learning how to speak in front of others, earning their first $100, getting their first commercial partnership, doing a Facebook Live, raising their seed round, whatever it was, knowing that they've been supported in some way by what we've created is what makes me get up each day and come back and do it all over again. And I'm also proud that we've created opportunities for sections of the community that find it more challenging to access services and support that suits them, such as our migrant integration program, Zero to Startup, our youth technology club, Coda Dojo, our makerspace programs, which are helping grown-ups learn how to use tools and equipment, things they can use such as 3D printers and laser cutters to create prototypes. And especially our new program for female-led regional-based businesses, the Flare Incubator. Some have been running from the beginning and others were a long time in the making, but are now a reality and I'm really proud of that. So we're on a journey and there's going to be a next stage. There's always something in the pipeline. So where to from here is something that's always on my mind. How do we keep growing and offering more without neglecting what we've already created? How do we expand our reach and support more people in the community or more communities in the region that we do not yet even know? We need to work out what's needed and we know that there's people out there who want support. I would love to see the work that we've done here shared with other towns and have a network of Canvas co-working spaces around the region using the systems and structure that we've spent years developing rather than seeing someone else have to struggle from scratch. At the moment, the focus here is on making sure that Canvas co-working will be a sustainable operation with or without David and I. Recently, we created the Canvas concierge roles where we have someone else stationed at the front reception desk every day to greet co-workers and guests on arrival, make sure everyone's connected and happy and that the place is COVID clean and safe and, of course, make it clear that this is a community space owned and run by the community. It's not the David and Joy show. It is not our business. We don't own it. 
We want diversity. We want inclusivity. We want everyone to feel that they belong. And if all they see is me, a middle-aged white woman sitting at the front desk, it doesn't really get that message across. So of course, this also gives me time back to spend on other parts of the business, particularly programs and mentoring. These are critical to the sustainability and outcomes of our organisation. We need to be helping people start and grow businesses. And we do that by our focus in three core elements, providing opportunities to develop skills, behaviours and connections. Everything we do always has to come back to those. So I'm super excited that we're launching Flare Incubator and even though applications have just closed and we're yet to begin the actual program, I'm already working on ways to make it an ongoing program, looking for partnerships that can ensure it will be available for more regional female-led businesses well into the future. Now, I often have conversations with people who are looking to get started. So the question of if someone asked me what would I want them to know before they begin – for me, is easy. It is going to be really, really hard. Everything you do will be challenging. There will be times when you wonder why you began and you'll want to give up. So before you begin, write down why you're doing this. Why do you believe you're the best person to do this? Why do you believe this problem is worth investing your heart and soul and money and time into? That way, When it all seems too hard, you can look back at why you started and decide whether those things still matter to you and find the conviction within yourself to keep going or acknowledge that your path has changed and this one is no longer where you need to be. The other thing is do not work in isolation. Surround yourself with like-minded people who lift you up, encourage you, guide you, And then when you go drifting off course, they help guide you back on and they're honest and will call you out when you need it. So now that you've heard a bit about it, if you'd like to come and visit, we would love to meet with you, to see you either online or in person. If you're in Toowoomba, come drop by the space, say hello, um, see who's the concierge on for the day. We would really love to have you here. So just drop us a message or jump on the website. Of course, we're on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn and Instagram and Google, all of those. You can find us anywhere. Our phone number's everywhere and our email is everywhere. But if you're listening to this today, the day it goes out, please be sure to RSVP for our birthday party. It's on this Wednesday evening, the 29th of July, 2020. We'll be five and we would love to see you there. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's Ideas Into Reality episode. And we hope that you enjoyed learning about our founder's journey and got a couple of takeaways from the lesson learned that will help end the flames of your idea. Assuming you did, Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on your favourite podcast app and let your friends know too. They might just be sitting on an idea that you do not even know about yet. You can find out more about Canvas Coworking and Startup Toowoomba by visiting our websites, canvascoworking.com.au and startuptoowoomba.com.au or finding us on pretty much any social media platform. My name is Joy Taylor and I'd like to thank you for joining me on this journey and I look forward to introducing you to our next guest in our next episode.